welcome to Powering Through Life, a show dedicated to exploring topics of life that are challenging, that keep us stuck in doubt and mistrust, which can prevent us from living life to our fullest potential and having loving relationships. I'm your host, Teresa Sims, and together with my guests, we bring to life strategies, tools, and ideas that anyone can incorporate easily into their life to promote happiness, better relationships, and personal peace. Our foundation in Powering Through Life is to inspire, motivate, and ignite your dreams to life. Hey, and welcome back to Powering Through Life. And today I have a really incredible guest with me today, Cassie Sunshine. And I like the name and her personality is just like sunshine. So that is fantastic. Cassie is a certified life coach, speaker, and virtual business mentor with more than nine years of experience helping millennial women break from break free from fear and lack of confidence so they can design a fulfilling personal and professional lifestyle that they love waking up to every single day, not just a vacation. Oh, that's fabulous, Cassie. Welcome to Powering Through Life. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh, this is fantastic. I, I really like like I said, I like your name. It is sunshine. It, you have a beautiful smile that radiates sunshine as well. So yeah, thank you. you're welcome. Our topic today, I also really think is going to be fascinating. It's how to move forward towards your goals, even in challenging times, kind of like right now, right? Exactly. <laughs> yes. Using the power of vision-driven thinking rather than circumstance-based thinking. Do you want to elaborate on that a little bit more? Sure, absolutely. I thought that this would be you know, a great topic with the situation that a lot of us are experiencing right now around the world where, you know, circumstances can look, you know, difficult or challenging or hindering to some of the goals that we may have been working on or we wanted to be working towards. And I hear often, you know, given the circumstances, I will do X, Y, or Z, right? Given the circumstances, this is what I probably should be doing right now. And the problem with that is when we make decisions based on our current circumstances, we get more of our current circumstances. Vision-driven thinking versus circumstance-based thinking, the difference is when you have a, a clear, strong vision, which is what I help my clients with, you can ask yourself, what can I do right now that's in alignment with my vision? rather than saying, well, here's the circumstances, that means this is what I can or cannot do within that, that box you put yourself in almost. When you have that strong vision, instead it's asking, okay, based on that, who do I show up as today? What action do I take as today? How would that person make a decision in these circumstances? So it's not that we're ignoring them, right? There's just factual things that are happening all around us. However, it's the place you're choosing from that can still move you forward and, and keep you connected to what you want, not what you already have. Because if you already had everything you wanted, you wouldn't be having a conversation about this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you're not allowing uh, the circumstances to dictate what you do, who you are, and how you do things. Absolutely. You're dictating how the circumstances will fit into your Yes. We often wait for the circumstances to change or we say when I have more time or when I have better education or if I had more money. The issue is the only way we change our circumstances is by 
choosing from a different place. If you choose within your circumstances, you'll end up really generating the same. They might look a little different, but usually you're going to get very, very similar results. So the only way to actually change circumstances is to choose from a different place, to come from a vision of what you would love. We don't get to our dreams. We come from them. So you have the vision and you come from that and you show up today as if you were living that life. So then you're actually able to create it and attract it and cultivate it in your life. That's why you need to have the vision to be able to really align your thinking with that. Oh, that's fantastic. I really, I, you're spot on there. So why is it that we get pulled back into our comfort zones when fear arises, even if we don't like the results that we're getting when we get there? That's, that's a big one. I mean, comfort zones are nasty. (laughs) Especially if you don't know about them. I didn't know about my comfort zone for a long time. I didn't understand, right? We think, well, I don't want this. I don't want to attract that same, you know, guy that ghosts me all the time. I don't want to keep, you know, having to live paycheck to paycheck. I don't want these things. And yet, somehow we keep attracting that guy. We keep ending up in jobs that don't really lead us anywhere. We keep ending up in debt somehow. And we just think, oh, it's, it's, it's crap luck or, oh, I, you know, it's just not in the cards for me. Or why does this keep happening to me? When we don't realize it, it's because our fear shows up in disguise. It's not going to show up as a giant neon sign. It's going to show up as delay, dissuasion, distraction. I don't have the education. Oh, I should wait for six more months. Oh, we're in a pandemic. It's not a good time anymore. I shouldn't do this anymore. Oh, well, this would make me more money initially, so I should go down that route instead, and then I'll come back to my passion later. That's all fear showing up because it wants to keep you in your comfort zone. What you know is what's comfortable, whether you like it or not. If you grew up in a low income situation, oftentimes you stay in that situation, not because you like it, but because you haven't changed your set point for success. That's still your comfort zone. And anything outside of that's going to have fear. It's going to be uncomfortable. And until you learn to embrace that and recognize that for what it actually is, you can't actually, create a new comfort zone. But that's what we ultimately have to do. You have to get to that growing edge. You have to get to the edge and grow into another level to get different results in your life. But fear thinks it needs to keep you safe. That's its job. It doesn't know what's actually safe or not. All it knows, fear is programmed to say, change, nope, red light, stop, not safe, right? Really what fear is supposed to be saying though is, hey, this is a path you haven't been on before. Might be some twists, might be some turns, might be some roadblocks ahead. Take some caution maybe, right? But don't stop. It's not saying roadblock, don't proceed, don't pass, go. We interpret it as that though. Where it's like, no, that's not safe. I'm going to stay back here. And that's when we just keep getting pulled back to our same results. It's, um, I don't know if you know the statistic, but it's like at least 85% of people who win the lottery will be back in their original financial situation within like two years of winning the lottery. Because that's their norm. Whatever they started at, if they don't actually change the patterning and the, the, the belief system and everything that goes into that comfort zone, they won't be comfortable having money. They will subconsciously spend it, lose it, give it away. And we don't even realize that we're doing it most of the time. But that's because we want to regulate back to the results that we're used to. Same thing with being overweight. We're comfortable at it. If, if I, you know, I've grown up with weight issues my entire life. It's almost like how much I hate it. I'm more comfortable there than I am imagining myself as the person who's skinny with abs because I just can't fathom that. That's not 
my normal. It's not what I'm comfortable with. So we have to recognize our comfort zone for what it is, recognize fear for what it is to be able to actually say, okay, I hear you fear. I get it. This is fear. I see that coming up. I'm going to have you step aside for a second and I'm going to take one step forward. It's one step after another that you're able to not resist fear because if you resist it, it gets stronger, but simply say, okay, I, I hear you, but I'm going to move forward. Yeah, exactly. Like today, I hear you, but I'm going to take this one little step because it might move me into another pathway yes. or another bit of uh, something exciting. And it's it's to do with that limbic brain of ours. You know, if mm -hmm. we can shut that thing off sometimes, however, then when <laughs> something does happen, we need to be cautioned. It's yes. more of a, like you're talking about, it's more of a cautionary thing mm -hmm. than it is a dead stop. Because if you, if it says, wait a minute, okay, I'm, I'm here. Fear's here. I'm right here. Okay, fine. However, I want to try this. So it's just a matter of taking one action step forward each time something creeps up that says, ah, hey, wait a minute. I'm over here. Wait. Yep. You know, Learning to notice it so you can actually pause and say, okay, is that fear? Is that legitimate? Where is that? Is that, is that coming from a story that I have built up? Is that coming from, you know, where is that coming from? So rather than your thoughts having you, you have thoughts, but you're able to kind of pause and reflect before taking the step to recognize where are you choosing from? Are you choosing a step from fear? Are you choosing a step from alignment, from your vision, from what you would love? Because you'll get very different results from the steps you take. And like you said, it's one step at a time. When we start to look 20 steps ahead, fear can get even stronger. It gives it a bigger platform in a way to think about it. One step is easier for us to be okay, I hear you. However, I know I want this. I know it's important to me. I'm gonna do one thing today to move me forward in that direction. Because with each thing you do, confidence builds, you get more comfortable with that, you, you, you know, get momentum, and that continues to lead you forward. Yeah, absolutely true. Absolutely true. Is it uh, kind of some similar towards the law of attraction? I know that's yes. used a lot, but it's if you let the what you want be a greater need than what I'm afraid of, things yes. start to change for you. But yes. it's it's taking that stop, that pause, and noticing what's going on, where it's going on in your body, why you're mm -hmm. afraid of it. Mm -hmm. And who's telling you? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, is it somebody from when you were five years old or is it somebody from now or is it somebody from 10 years from now? Because sometimes that gets in the way too. Absolutely. Being able to operate that muscle. I think, you know, at, you know you're a coach, you understand this. Sometimes people are like, oh, well, just tell me what to do, right? That the, the value is in the doing. And it's hard to be, help people understand that there's so much value in understanding your thought process because everything starts with your thoughts. Yes. And so if you're not able to notice, like you said, where those thoughts are coming from, who's talking to you, what, you know, what's going on there, you don't even realize that those things are operating and, and dictating your steps without even realizing it. Yeah. And that's the area I love to coach in is what's gone on before so that we're aware of it, we recognize it, and then we can take that as uh, kind of a level playing field and start from there and, and mm -hmm. make the changes and grow. And mm -hmm. that's the beauty of all of this, isn't it? True transformation. That's oh, the point it. Yeah. So why is vision so powerful or so powerful, excuse me, for staying strong when challenges arise? And how can 
vision help us stay motivated, which is the biggest problem. Mm -hmm. It's like a GPS system, right? We think of trying to get from the East Coast to the West Coast. Um, one, you would not do that if you didn't know where you were going. You know, you wouldn't just jump in your car and just go if you didn't know what you were going towards and why you were going towards it and be excited about what you were getting towards, right? Yep. And two, you would never get there if you don't have some sense of like direction for where to focus. Yes. And so with vision, it's that direction system, right? It's that, you know, it's that blueprint. It was the same thing. If you went to an architect and said, build me a happy house or a successful house or a secure house, it, they can't do that for you. They wouldn't know what to build, right? You have to go and say, here's the countertops, here's the walls, here's the windows I want, the floors. I want one floor, two floors, three floors, this many bedrooms. Like, you've got to give detail for them to even be able to build a blueprint for you then to be able to build on. Mm-hmm. Where people get very stuck with vision is they get caught up in the details, the job title, the company, the city, the exact this, this, or that. That's not how it works. Think of like a house. You build a blueprint first, a scaffolding image. And with that, your vision comes alive and you get more clarity. You get a better idea of, oh, I want this or I don't want that. I want to change this. That's how vision works too. First tapping into what would I love? Not based on how, not based on what you think is probable and not based on your current circumstances. It needs to first be the question of, What would I genuinely love? If I looked at my life, I usually do three years, three years from now, and it, you know, it all worked out. What would I love that to look like? What do my relationships look like? What, you know, my career, my health, and, and in the sense of pictures, you know, it doesn't need to be the details, but you know, what's your schedule like? What's in your bank account? What, you know, what are you doing with your significant other? Are you traveling? What trips are you taking? What do you do with your friends? You build a vision so strong that when challenging times arise, i.e. what we're in right now, you're so connected to it that you can't give up on it. And this is where vision boards often don't work. They're too generic. I love them. But if you just put a pretty, you know, pretty picture of a house or the ocean or, you know, a fit woman on there, you're not connected to it. You don't, you don't picture it. You don't feel it. We it's talk not about- yours, right? Exactly. You have to put yourself in the vision. And so you do what we call five sensorize it taste it, smell it, hear it, everything as if you were in it. So we have you create that and literally visualize it, be in it. My vision is so strong. Like I literally feel it coursing through my veins when I read my vision to myself or I think of it that if I ever need motivation, that's it because it's so strong now. I couldn't give up on it if I wanted to because it would feel like I was giving up on something I already had, even though I don't have it. It's so strong. It's that driving force. It's that focus that I have such faith in it that now in times like this, that's motivating me, that's driving me, that's pulling me, and it gives me something to always weigh decisions against. That's not my circumstances. You'll be driven to your circumstances if you have nothing else to weigh decisions on, thought processes on. So I think about, are my thoughts aligned with my vision? Are my actions, is is where my intention going aligned with it? Are my relationships aligned, right? Are these things that line up with what I'm trying to create in my life? So it gives me a framework to take action with as well. So it builds the mindset, also allows me to take action. And that's where that motivation kicks in. It's something bigger and outside of your circumstances. Right. Now, what happens if, and I'm sure when, you kind of fall off the, the rail a little bit. How do you get yourself back on? So big thing I was is a structure of support. You, I mean, I would not be here if I did not have structures of support because it's 
communities that I can't hide from, right? You know, so for me, you know, I have coaches and fellow communities. I'm also part of a network marketing company and that's been amazing for me. It's like-minded people. Um, I don't think I'd be coaching anymore had I not found that structure of support because it's people who think like I do, motivate me, keep me in a good energy. So that helps me when I'm in a funk, I can get on a call, I can go to an event. You have to fill your cup up. And so that's so important, whether it's your friends, whether it's networking groups that you're a part of, join a mastermind, go on retreats, have a coach, right? That's the point. It's that structure of support because all of us will have those moments where we want to fall off. That's a big one. The other one is, is small daily actions that become habits and you know you can fall back on. One for me is reading my vision, having it actually written out that I can go and read it or I've recorded it too so I can play it back to myself. Yes. That's a big one, always. Second one is gratitude. You need to get out of a funk. Gratitude is one of the biggest things you can use. And so I will literally, if I feel it, I feel that constrictive energy. I can tell I'm feeling stuck or frustrated. Um, I pause. I interrupt it. I don't keep moving forward because nothing you do from that place is probably going to be all that productive or good for your vision. And I practice gratitude. I literally look around me, the floor, the wall, the chair I'm sitting in, anything. And I will focus on how grateful I am for all of those things, as well as maybe I'll send gratitude, right? I'll send gratitude messages to people in my life that I'm grateful for. Gratitude is just such a good energizing force that that can really snap you back. And so having daily tools that you can use because you can't just think your way out of a funk. You can't just think your way out of, you know, getting derailed, but it's just, it's the habits, you know, I'll be honest. I was working a day job, um, during this, the pandemic and I was laid off. And so the day I got laid off, what kicked in for me, instead of being like, Oh my goodness, I'm laid off. I lost that income. What, you know, what should I do immediately was okay. What am I grateful for? And what's my vision? Now I have all this time to pour my heart and soul into my business and my coaching. I get to be of service to people right now. I get to help people. What a beautiful gift I have that I can show up. And that, that's repetition. That's me practicing that skill for years. That was not an immediate switch or anything like that, but it's the repetition and the, the habits that you build that will then come into play when you need them most. Yeah, I would totally agree with that. I know I know how you feel. My husband lost his job the end of January, not because of this, but then this kicked in. So that stopped all the job hunting. So, yeah. but you know what? I said to him, this is an opportunity. Mm -hmm. This is a great gift you've been giving. He's actually downstairs right now working on a course. So, oh, you know, like, awesome. there's lots it's, of it's how you choose to see it. And that's what I've had to tell a lot of people. It's not that it doesn't downgrade that it's bad. It doesn't have to be an either or. It can be a really difficult situation, one that is painful and, and has a lot of trouble. And you can still choose to see where within that there can be possibility for you. And for so many of us, there is. Because, and you probably know this as well, breakdowns lead to breakthroughs. You really can't have one without the other. And the world's in a massive breakdown right now. But there are beautiful lessons to be learned from it that does not negate all the you know, pain that is coming from it either. However, we're in it. What are you going to do with it? We don't control what happens to us. What we do control though is how we respond to it, what we do with it and what we do next. And that's what you have the opportunity for is, okay, well, I'm in this, these circumstances. Let me focus on my vision. What can I do? Let me have that as my grounding force. That's what it is, right? It's a, it's like a light that you just, you can stay focused on. Yes. That grounds you. And it's just such a good feeling to have that. That's one steady, like it's steady. 
Yeah, exactly. And you know, that's reminds me of a, a video I recorded earlier this week, because someone asked me what I what I would label or give a title to of this time that we're going through right now. And I said, you know, it just reminds me of a pause for change. Yes, we're given this opportunity. People have wanted to stay home with their children for years, yes. years and years. Well, now you're given the opportunity. That's a gift you've been given. Yes, it's not a very good way that it happened. And there, it is terrible thing that's going on. But if you take this time and use it effectively, and, you know, rather than sitting on a couch watching Netflix all day, which, you know, has its moments too, if you just need to veg out and yes, we have to take care of ourselves at the same point. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I would say when you look back on this, what do you want to say about this time? And, it, and if for you, it's I just, wanted, I just took care of myself. Okay, then awesome. That's fantastic. For me, though, like you said, I just, I saw it as a chance to, you know, go after my dreams. And the pause has been good for me. I needed that to just, a lot of people needed to reflect. They needed to sleep. <laughs> they needed to slow down a little bit. So, it, yeah, it's not an either or. You can recognize that, we would, you know, we wish it didn't have to happen in this way, but it's here. So yeah. what can we do with it so that it's not all for nothing? Right, exactly. You know, um, put your energies towards the things you can change. Yes. And don't stress about the things you yes. can change. We have no control over this right now. Oh. So we're in it. We have to be have control to. over what you do with it, though. Yeah, That's it. exactly. And there's so many opportunities out there, mm -hmm. really, or right within us that... We've never given the light. You have to be willing to see them. And that's the thing. If you're not looking for them, you won't see them. Mm -hmm. always you have to be looking for it. And that's really how law of attraction works. It's not that you're going to walk down the street and find $20 magically sitting. You know, <laughs> that, that's not manifestation, truly. Yeah. It's about what you're looking for and what you're focused on is what you get more of. Yeah. And so if you're not looking for something, you're never going to see it. Well, that's true. That's true. So what are some tools or strategies our listeners could uh, implement right now to help them with staying motivated towards their goal and their vision that how, well, first of all, how would they notice um, if they're on the right track for their goal and their vision? That's a great question. Um, Cause I think what I actually tell my clients a lot of times is there is no right track per se. I mean, cause I, at least my clients have a very big complex of like right, wrong. And, and have I figured it out? Right. If I can share anything, there's no figuring it out. It's just one giant journey. Um, the question again is, is checking in with yourself periodically. Set it, set it, you know, do you do that weekly? Do you do it daily? Set some parameters for that as to, okay, I may look at the four core areas of my life. That's the areas I look at health and wellness, time and money, freedom, relationships, and your career vocation. Check in with yourself. Do I, do, do I feel expanded in these areas? Do I feel constricted? You know, are they in a lot? Are they giving me what I think I need? Am I not getting what I need, being able to do some check-ins to say, is this in alignment with the things that I say I want and that I want to create and what I want to be focusing on? If not, okay, where can I make a shift? Where can I begin to take a step in that direction? You have to be able to reflect. You have to be able to have some check-ins. Um, and then it's a lot of just one step after another. That's why we can't focus on 20 steps down the road. Your vision's also going to change. It's going to change a lot as you get greater clarity. But the biggest thing you can ask yourself is, does this feel expansive or does it feel constrictive? Your body will tell you. You will feel the energy. If you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling frustrated, if you're feeling exhausted, you know, if you're feeling blocked, those are all signs of constrictive energy. Usually because we're trying to do, do, do. And if we just do more, we'll get more. 
generally it's, you got to check in with your being at that point. What are you thinking? How are you feeling? You know, exactly. How are you spending your time? Are you pouring into your own cup? Check in with yourself. Why am I not feeling expansive? And what does make me feel expansive? Is it a, cause even business, right? Is it a podcast? Is it blogging? Is it a YouTube? Is it Facebook? Is it Instagram? Cause you can't do it all. You yeah. need to tap into the pieces and it's not always going to feel, you know, hunky dory, but it's about knowing that something's either in alignment or really not and choosing those things and doing that constant reflection. Um, that's a big piece. You got to be, so notice what you're noticing. The foundation of everything is being able to start to notice the thoughts, how it makes you feel, because if you don't notice things, you cannot begin to change them. So it all starts with that foundation which can be hard for people because again, they want to move fast and they want to go and they want to change. And it starts with the noticing. You got to build the habit of noticing these things. Other tools are a lot of what I've already talked about. Gratitude is a big one. You know, you can do a daily gratitude practice before I go to sleep every night. Now I don't write it down because that to me was not expansive. I felt constrictive having a journal and having to feel like I had to write my gratitude down. So instead, before I go to bed, I think through gratitude in my mind and every night now it's a habit. It naturally happens that I think of the things I'm grateful for before I fall asleep every night. Again, make it work for the way that works for you, but incorporating gratitude into your daily life, having a vision. Start to get clear on that. Think three years out. That's generally what I recommend um, in the present tense and paint the picture. What would your life look like? You know, who would be in it? What would you be doing? Um, start to paint that picture because then you can start asking yourself the question of what can I do right now to move me in the direction of my vision? It's one of the best tools you could possibly have because I don't care how small the step is, each step leads to something else, right? Maybe it's a phone call. Maybe it's writing the blog article. Maybe it's buying the domain name. It's, you know, sending the, the job application, whatever it is, you just never know. And you're not going to know 100%. You have to just, you have to trust, start to trust your intuition and your gut because it really is that. And with each step, then check back in. Okay. Now I'm at this step, check back in. Now what's the next step? Don't just blindly take it because you think you know what comes next. Right. Check back in with yourself. Yeah. And, and like you say, you know, take it slow because mm -hmm. these things don't happen instantaneously and they don't happen overnight. Anything no. worthwhile does not happen instantly. Yes. Well, unless you do win the lottery, but you know, even then like well, you, yeah. you win money, but if you, again, if you don't work, you got to work on yourself. I mean, that's, I don't care what goal you are striving towards. It's a business, it's a promotion. It's just being a better human being. It's falling in love. None of that happens without working on yourself. It's like, I would say, you go to the gym to build your muscles and train your muscles and do all of that. Why don't we do that more for our mind and our thoughts? Yeah. It's the same thing you have to, you have to work on yourself. Absolutely, and that's the thing we use the most, right? Yes, and it rolls the most. <laughs> yeah, we ignore it a lot. Mm -hmm. But it, it, it's, um, and it, like you say, you will notice it in your body. Mm -hmm. I'm a big um, gut instinct person. Always have been. Yep, me too. It's never steered me wrong yet. Same thing. And it's bang on every time. And so doesn't always make sense. I will be honest. I've had exactly. a lot of things that have not, but I know my body's saying this is what you need to do. You don't know why yet. And my job is not to know the how or the why. My job is the what. I need to know what I would love and, and listen to that instinct. The more you listen to it, the stronger it gets. It becomes more familiar to you. Yeah. What I want and what can I do to make it happen? Yep, right now with where I'm at. Stay yeah, exactly. One step after another. Perfect. That is just 
fabulous information. Uh, now, do you have a favorite quote that you like to use or share? Would you like to share one? So, so my, my favorite quote is one, I guess one of my own and I haven't actually polished it into a perfect quote yet, but I always say that, you know, our dreams and our passions were not given to us by accident. You know, they're not coincidence. They are absolutely ours for a reason and they're part of a giant puzzle piece. And so ignoring that is going to throw your entire life alignment out. And I just, that's, you know, they're not by accident. They're not by coincidence. Your dreams are yours for a reason and you deserve to live them. Yeah, absolutely. That is beautiful. That is beautiful. Don't polish it and nothing is perfect because perfect does not exist. Exactly. I love to just be real. <laughs> well, that's it. That's it. And, and that's what I tell my husband. He's like, oh, you're a pessimist. No, I am a realist. <laughs> yes. Because, <laughs> you know, when you've been through a few things in your life, it kind of, you know, changes you a bit. Mm -hmm. But it's changed for reasons. Mm -hmm. And I'm okay with it because I wouldn't be here. If I so, exactly. It's all part of the journey and I wouldn't be here without it. Yeah, exactly. So how can we get in touch with you? Quickly? Yeah. So all the, the, my social medias um, are Cassie Sunshine. So I have Facebook and Instagram. And then my website is also just CassieSunshine.com. Only social media I'm not on is Twitter. Never got into that one. So I just, it's not expansive for me. So I just never chose to do it. But everywhere else, you can reach out to me, send me a message. If anybody has questions or wants anything clarified, I'm always more than happy to answer any questions. That's fabulous. Thank you. And I will be putting up all your links and, and all the media. And please get in touch with Cassie. I think she is a wealth of knowledge and she's got, she, excuse me, she has such a beautiful personality that uh, how could you not want to spend time with this girl? Like, Thank just, you. I've enjoyed this. Thank you very much. And I would like to have you back again because I Absolutely. think so much we can talk about. I would love to. Perfect. Thank you. And thanks for joining us today on Powering Through Life. That brings to a close another inspiring segment on Powering Through Life. Thank you to my incredible guests for sharing their wisdom, knowledge, and experience. Join me again next time for more real stories designed to motivate and inspire. Listeners, you can get in touch with me on Facebook and LinkedIn, as well as Twitter. You may also reach me at my website, which is www.teresasims.com. Keep in touch and let's keep the conversation going.